0: You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride
1: chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit. One podcast at a time, with your host Alicia McCormack. Well, good day to you. It's Alicia here, the founder of the Bride Chilla Podcast. I'm in an echoey room, not my home booth that I normally present this show to you in. I'm recording this intro from my place of work, my day job, in a very bellowy room. And uh, there's some light banging outside, which is very inconvenient for podcasting. I wanted to do a quick introduction to this episode that features my lovely friend Jen from the DIY blog, Something Turquoise. You would have heard her on the show prior to this. Uh, this is a recut of an episode that I did quite early on in the podcast, but I am re-presenting this. Presenting this in a weird voice uh, because there's been a lot of chat recently in the bride chiller community about hair and makeup, and especially some of the tips that people are asking for about your day of wedding hair. Jen is a former hairdresser, she's really in the know, and I asked her on the show to present her 10 point plan for getting your hair ready for your wedding day and she's very knowledgeable and gee I enjoyed talking to her. So I'm excited to present this episode to you and I really look forward to uh, having Jen back on the show in the near future. There's another bang. Oh for fucking God. I mean give me a break. Central London is always someone banging somewhere. I miss my booth. Love to you all. Enjoy the episode. I'm so excited because this is a reunion of sorts that should have come a lot sooner than it has. <laughs> so it is a delight to have the wonderful Jen from the somethingturquoise.com. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I can't believe so much time has passed,
0: so many episodes. It's oh.
1: fantastic. And Jen, you're like, we're kicking it old school because you were one of the original bloggers that went, all right, I'll go on this podcast. And... <laughs> And now you're a superstar. Oh my gosh! Shush, shush, shush! No, no, no. Well, I, I just love. Well, I love what you do. I love so much uh, of what you. I try and share as much as possible on social media avenues. I'm, oh, sure. I'm so grateful every oh, gosh. time you do. Well, it's such good content, honestly, and you make me so itchy to DIY. We should explain <laughs> if they haven't heard episode fourteen. Well, firstly, they should just. I was going to say hit the rewind button, but we're not in the nineties. <laughs> they should head and find the episode uh, and should. listen. But, yeah. but let's do a cheeky recap of of who you are and what you do because we're taking it down a different avenue to what you normally do in today's yeah. episode. So let's crack on. What? Let's go. What do you? Okay. So gladly, um, my name is Jen Carrero,
0: and I write a DIY wedding blog called Something Turquoise. So along with sharing the awesome uh, wedding inspiration and tips and flowers and all kinds of pretty, I also regularly share DIY tutorials, like very detailed projects that uh, help explain how you can make something really special for your wedding.
1: And actually, so that's, can I ahead. just cut in and say to you, in, yes. uh, there is an episode, uh, episode 93, I did a best of the wedding bloggers episode and you, I've got you in talking about your beautiful felt flowers. So if people have listened recently, they might recognize your voice. Oh. Sorry to interject there. No, that's awesome. I didn't know that. <laughs> so my site is
0: most popular for its DIY tutorials. Um, all of those projects I come up with share them and it's just, I, I love them. But my background is that I was actually a hairdresser for 13 years and my specialty was wedding hair. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew I did not want to do wedding hair forever or hair in general. So I came up with this wild idea that I would start this blog and almost exactly tomorrow is my one-year anniversary from being retired as a hairdresser and being a full-time blogger. Wow. So I guess today we're going to be
1: chatting about my top 10 wedding hair tips. Fantastic. And I love that you have taken this path and you're doing the wedding blogging stuff, but I also love that you have this history in weddings outside of the blogging world. You've been to a lot of weddings, you've done a lot of wedding hair, you've got on-the-ground information, and that is valuable stuff, sister. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> hey, when you retired, I feel like it's like a die-hard situation where you go, I'm one week from retirement. Yep. Yeah, did you – I mean, wedding hair – I love talking to wedding hair and makeup artists because they often have the most gnarly stories about either shit that goes wrong or crazy uh-huh. brides – Regale us just a couple of, of 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 your best of moments or worst of moments.
0: Mm. Well, you know, there's always the chatter amongst the bridesmaids that I love to hear. But the best was, you know, how one got drunk the night before, spent the night with the groomsmen. Yes. Can't tell this other bridesmaid, you know, that kind of thing is always good, and that actually has happened a couple of times <laughs> for the most part i had really awesome brides like really awesome brides i had more um terrible weather stories ah. where you know the wedding was outdoors and all of a sudden uh, a terrible rainstorm came and rained everything out and the venue didn't have a backup for them
1: ah oh, you've got to have your plan b we talk yeah. about this a lot. You've yeah. got to have it, and even if you don't have a wedding planner, you should be thinking about a plan B.
0: Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent.
1: Because you can't get that back.
0: No, <laughs> no, and it's terrible.
1: <laughs> and your hair uh, looks ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, I had I had
0: some really. I was just lucky enough to have some wonderful brides, and um, I also did a lot of hair. Um, Behind the chair, I had a tiny little salon of my own. I did a lot of wedding hair, but I also did a lot of just regular everyday hair.
1: Jen, you would have seen over the years a lot of different styles and things coming and going. And now you're out of the business, you can be totally honest. Is there anything, (laughs) (laughs) are there styles that you look back and go, oh gosh, that was a bad decision on behalf of the bride? I think my worst, my biggest pet peeve is
0: when the bride wants the bridesmaids to all have the same hairdo. Oh, I hear you. Yes, that's the worst. I had one gal, no, we have to have a very low chignon at the back of in everyone the nape of everyone's neck and this one gal had really short hair and we you know, had to like plaster hairspray on this girl's poor hair to even make it look presentable at all. I think that hairstyles need to suit each and every person to make them also feel comfortable.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's bad enough that you want to put them all in the same dress. Why do you want to put them all in the same hairdo?
1: Oh, amen. I've <laughs> I have been I've been doing so great. I had a little uh, Facebook quiz poll, whatever you want to call it, where I've just asked a question saying, "Look, what do you think, uh, brides out there, about being a bit more open to having a general consensus with your fr- bridesmaids about what they're going to wear?" I just feel like you should be catering to everyone's. Body shapes, and it's the same with hair, it's exactly the same. You we don't want exactly have the same matchy matchy weirdo hair,
0: no, because then you're <laughs> matchy matchy weirdo dress, and then everybody feels uncomfortable, they don't feel like themselves, yes. and then they hate their pictures. Oh, yeah, you look back and you're like, What were we thinking? Instead, if you just are yourself or are able to be yourself, I guess that bridesmaids don't always have that option, sadly. So- uh, yeah that's my number one no-no
1: <laughs> yeah and I couldn't I just couldn't be on the same team as you more because I have been trying to really push this idea that you are asking your friends to be involved in this great day but they don't have to be Stepford Wives bridesmaids it's just like let them be a bit, have a bit of personality let them be <laughs> yeah all right well let's get to the list because there's lots on this list that we need to cover we'll start with number one let's do that. It's a good place to um, start Unless you
0: are, like, the greatest hair person ever, <laughs> right? Yeah. You need to hire a professional. Yes. So I had someone else do my hair, and I am a professional. Yeah. I did uh, some of my bridesmaids hair. You did on uh, your wedding day? Yeah, but I wanted to. Great. You want to look your best. mm So you want to put that into the hands of a professional. I'm the DIY queen, but do not DIY wedding hair. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I think it's the thing you want to have a little, and it's not even about pampering and relaxing. You just don't want to freak out because you know how many times I've blow dried my own hair and some days it works and it looks smashing. And other days you're like, oh my fucking God, this is never working. I hate my hair. Let's shave it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do your research Hire a professional, and we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. finding that professional. Actually, let's talk now. When you had people, as you said, doing normal Mm -hmm. hair, cutting colors and stuff, did you see a lot of brides that just came to you only for wedding hair, or were you getting a lot of carry-on Right. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So I had a lot of, uh, you know, my brides would talk to their friends. Oh, you got to go see her for your wedding hair. Uh. And sometimes, um, which actually kind of leads into my second tip, Mm. sometimes I would see brides four and five months ahead of time. Yep. Yep. Because they're big planners and they want to cross that hair item off their checklist. They were coming to talk about their hair and then possibly talk about color And what kind of color would look good with that style that they're looking for. Mm. So that is actually my second tip is to make a color plan with your stylist. Because again, it's all about looking your best. If you know that you want a specific hairstyle, there is going to be a color or a way that your stylist can color your hair to make that style look the best. Mm. For blondes, this is just kind of a funny little note. Everybody goes on Pinterest and sees these beautiful updos and gorgeous styles right and a lot of them if they're on blondes look exceptional because of the the wide dimension that's in a blonde's hair color yes but if you're a brunette even a dark brunette you're not going to see the variation and the beautiful twists and turns of that hairstyle because your hair could be a solid brunette color Mm. always recommend my brunettes to get just baby fine highlights yes just maybe on the just on the top of their hair, just to give a little bit of uh, brightness and dimension, so that when you have those beautiful waves or whatever kind of style you're going for, your hairstyle is gonna stand out.
1: I'm so glad you mentioned that, Jen, because I'm a brown head, and uh... <laughs> brown haired. <laughs> And the queen of the brown heads. I've tried all sorts of colours, but it always comes back to brown. And uh, my lovely hairdresser on the day, Sally. I had quite a textured, almost a finger wave. You'd probably call it. Oh mm-hmm, yes, yes. And she used a very clever banana uh, padding thing, which okay. felt a squishy banana. It's not, it's not a banana. It's a. It's a. You know what I'm trying to say. She padded sure. out my hair to make it look like I had a lot more hair than I do. Yeah. Uh, she we worked on a plan because she said exactly the same thing that you just said that with my hair to go to all that trouble and add all those different dimensions of detail mm-hmm. without a, some foils and highlights through it it would be a waste of time so yep. and i loved actually having that little bit of extra color and it thickened it thickened the look of my hair up as well yeah so absolutely i've really stuck with that ever since actually i yeah.
0: love some balayage <laughs> yeah balayage is wonderful oh it's it's so wonderful. wonderful! it's the
1: grow out look without the grow out but if you have the grow out it's still a good look right great points and you are so right when you go to pinterest it mainly all you know when i pin them it's a, it's blondes you're so right yeah
0: Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) If you are getting married outside, you have to have an outside hair plan.
1: Mm.
0: Okay, so I talked about this in an article just a couple weeks ago about beach wedding hair. If you are getting married outside, you really want to think about the weather conditions. Yes. So if you're going to be, um, let's say, on a beautiful cliff in the mountains or in a gorgeous field or on the beach... Those are all very different locations that will do different things to your hair. So the beach, for one, is terrible. I love the beach. I live at the beach. It's my life. But having your beautiful hair, wedding hair, standing on the beach, it's a terrible combination. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're concerned at all about where you're getting married outside, my biggest tip is to actually go there during the time of your wedding and experience what the atmosphere is going to do to your hair. And really, this is a little bit more for the beach deal. Mountains, uh, any places that that are windy, kind of same thing. So if you go onto the beach and right where you're getting married, I'm talking like the exact same spot. If you know you're wearing your hair up, maybe tie it up real quick. If you know you're wearing your hair down, just wear it down. Go stand on the beach or stand out in that field for that 20 minutes or however long you're going to be out there and just see what the atmosphere does to your hair. Some of us that have curly hair, the beach is going to wreck havoc, right? (laughs) If you have super fine hair, it also might wreck havoc. There are certain environments that are going to be great for your hair and really not great for your hair, but that's the best way that you can actually figure out if the outside is going to be a problem for your style.
1: What are vile whites?
0: So if you are going to have a, uh, like a fingertip length veil or even bra length veil, if where you're getting married outside is windy, that veil is going to pick right up and blow all over the place.
1: Oh, of course.
0: So there's the, there's these cute little things called veil weights. You can get them sparkly, some have pearls on them, and they're literally little magnets that you put around the whole bottom of your veil to just hold it down. Clever. So if you're getting married in a church or in, inside a beautiful venue, this is not an issue whatsoever at all. Sure. But if you're outside... And you think that there could be a little wind, your veil's gonna pick up and blow into your Maid of Honor's hair, blow into your officiant's face. Again, it's just kind of like a wind <laughs> issue. <laughs> so,
1: you, um, you don't want the veil to be part of a, a hilarious YouTube compilation of, right. you know, all <laughs> the stuff next-
0: ups the next internet meme exactly So you can put maybe five or six of these tiny little weights on the bottom nobody ever knows they don't like
1: pull it so heavy that it looks weird i love that idea and somewhere out there is a veil weight millionaire i'm sure so, <laughs> i came up with this idea <laughs> i'm going to make sure the veils don't fly around absolutely <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, number four, my lovely Jen.
0: So this kind of goes back to the stylist and making a plan and everything. For me personally, some brides came to me just for their, just for their wedding hair because they heard about my talents, mm-hmm. and um, some were my my longtime clients. But either way you want to do a trial run with your stylist. This is very important because you could see this picture on Pinterest or in a magazine and think, oh gosh, that's it. That's what I have to have. You do your hair. You either don't like the color, don't like how it looks on your face. It might not work with your accessories or the accessories that you buy dictate your hairstyle. So you just really want to do a trial run. Um, What's kind of fun sometimes if you can plan it out to get your hair trial done, in the morning, then potentially go see your makeup artist, get that all worked out, do a little trial there, and then go over for your dress fitting.
1: Oh, so you see it all in one package.
0: Just so that you can really get that picture of yourself to see if you're happy.
1: That's a great idea. And also, as you said, if you get there and you put the dress on and you realise that having your hair down just doesn't really Mm -hmm. work or having it all up is not what you want, you've got time to then change it because... I'm sure you wouldn't want as a hairstylist to have a bride go, oh, let's try a different style on the day. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most of the time, you know, you work out this perfect timeline and uh, you want to make sure that you can hit everyone and get everything finished. So, yeah, you don't want to be switching things up on the wedding day.
1: You did mention that you. it is important to bring along your accessories to the trial. Uh- Yep, just bring your veil, your earrings, um, your hairpiece, any,
0: whatever you have, just to make sure that you can uh, see those pieces on you with your style and everything to ac- achieve that, that full look.
1: Well, it's good to have a play, I'm sure, as a, a stylist and also being able to see how to play with uh, various clips and bits and pieces to make sure that they will actually attach to someone's head is important. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you buy this beautiful clip and it
0: just doesn't work. Yeah. I've actually had to take apart, glue thick hair um, things on, on the day. Gee, so they're lucky that you're the DIY queen because <laughs> yes, otherwise
1: they'd be stuck. Exactly. Oh, so this is why it's great to have you on the show. We are talking all about hair. In fact, the top 10 wedding hair tips from the wonderful Jen from somethingturquoise.com. There'll be more, actually five more tips after this. Here's a not so fun fun fact. Did you know that in the jewellery industry, the markup can be up to as much as 1000%, which is totally cray cray? I'm all about partnering with companies that benefit you and produce amazing quality items and service. Which is why I thought that Noemi is the perfect fit for our bride chiller community, especially if you were looking to purchase your wedding rings or, like me, wanted a little extra bling. Noemi is able to bring the finest quality jewelry at just a fraction of the traditional prices because they do everything in house. There is no middleman. Their prices are really good, and this is because they use reclaimed gold and there is also an option to order with natural conflict-free stones and in some styles they use man-made lab-grown diamonds. These are beautifully crafted future heirlooms and can I just say I ordered a baguette diamond ring. It's a stackable ring to add to my engagement and wedding ring and I love it and I've received so many compliments about it. It's crazy. Noemi work with the production house of craftsmen in LA who were established in 1979, so they really know what they're doing when it comes to making fine jewellery. Shipping is overnight for free, so you can try it on and have up to 60 days to return with a full refund. And our lovely International Bride Chillers, they do offer international shipping for $75, which is how I came to get my Noemi ring in the UK. And Noemi make your experience completely risk-free. Get a lifetime guarantee, free overnight shipping and free returns for a full refund. They will even guarantee you will not find better quality at a lower price anywhere in the entire world. That is a big guarantee. Head to Hello Noemi, which is Hello N-O-E-M-I-E. That is Hello N O E. M-I-E dot com and use the promo code BrideChiller for $75 off any wedding band today. That is Hello Noemi and use the promo code BrideChiller for $75 off any wedding band today. The ethos of the Bride Chiller movement in itself is all about making life easier and helping you de-stress. When it comes to the concept of gift registries, making wedding websites, creating your guest list and then keeping track of all the people that are RSVPing, It can sometimes feel a little overwhelming trying to keep all that info in one place and managing all the logistics behind all that information, which is why Zola.com is the one-stop shop for all of your bride chiller needs when it comes to gift registries, making your wedding website, connecting all of your invitations and information and getting stuff done. Build your wedding website with Zola and then connect your gift registry all in a click of a button. They offer over 500 big brands, including a bunch of travel options like Airbnb, airlines and honeymoon funds. So if you aren't in the market for stuff, you can also ask your guests to contribute to travel. Building your wedding website with Zola is free and easy. And you can connect all of your save the dates and wedding invitations online to make everything pretty and match your theme. Organisation is truly the magic gift when it comes to being a hashtag chiller. And thousands of bride chillers cannot be wrong because they have joined the Zola community via bride chiller and have such wonderful feedback about their experience. To start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your wedding registry on Zola, go to Zola.com backslash bridechiller. That is Z O L A dot com backslash bridechiller to get $50 off your wedding registry and to start building your free wedding website and all the added extras today. We are talking all, we We know this already, wedding hair. So many good tips. Jen is a former hairstylist. She's retired. It's like diehard. She's (laughs) the Bruce Willis in a much more attractive, but she had one week before (laughs) retirement. And she's now one year out of uh, being a full-time wedding blogger. It's very good. Very exciting. Thank you so much. She's retired the chair, but she's still got the knowledge. Absolutely. So we are up to number six. six. This is, I think this is quite an important point. I have read ahead, see? I've done my research.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So um, my sixth tip is use an at-home deep conditioner every other week for three months before your wedding. Yeah. Uh, Talk to your stylist to get the correct deep conditioner for your hair type. If you have fine hair, you might want a protein-based deep conditioner. If you have dry, thick hair, you might want a moisture-based conditioner, those different elements in the conditioner will either, you know, I'm sure that you've heard um, finer hair people say, oh, deep conditioners weigh my hair down.
1: Mm.
0: That's because you don't have the right one for you. Right. So if you really trust your stylist or you go into a specialized beauty salon, you know, that sells great products, you want to find that deep conditioner for you. You can also go in and have a professional treatment of a deep conditioner, but you don't want to do that anywhere around your color. Right. So that would be maybe a separate thing. So let's say like before your bridal shower would be a wonderful time because you could go in, get a deep conditioner, treatment done, and then get a, a style, a blow dry, and then go to your bridal shower. That would be the perfect time. But the deep conditioner will actually pull out fresh color. Ah. So you don't want to do it at the same time as your hair color.
1: So, Jen, that leads me, and this isn't on the list, but I think it's something that is a lot of people don't really know. When is the best time to make that appointment for the final color before the wedding day
0: that's a really good question because everybody is going to have their own perfect date the gal who has the more boho lived in ombre style can go six weeks before her wedding yeah the gal who dyes her roots might need to go one week so it's
1: really up to whether you what sort of look you want to have
0: and what kind of color you're getting? Yeah. So I did mine. I think about two weeks before, just because I wanted a tiny bit of that grow out. I had a you know a blonde weave, so um, I wanted a little bit of my natural root to come out, so it didn't look like I had just freshly had it, my hair done. Uh-huh. So that's really going to be a very personal decision with you and your hairstylist.
1: But probably best not to pop in the day before. Okay, I've had some blondes that want that
0: blonde looking like it's growing out of their head (laughs) so I've had some girls that are coming in two days three days before their their wedding and they probably would have come the morning if I would have let them (laughs) so um but then but blonde doesn't stain your skin or anything like brunette see I'm thinking like a brown head I'm thinking about
1: yeah see look at that (laughs)
0: So you know, brunettes, if you're coloring your entire uh, scalp, then you're gonna have some staining around your hairline. So yeah, a solid week before might be good. Again, it's totally up to you and what color you you have.
1: Yeah, we do, the brownheads and I, I think we're, all the heads <laughs> listening will be going, yeah, yeah, we know about the stain. It looks freaky, yep. <laughs> and if you walk out of a salon, you don't realize it, and you get people staring at your ears or something or your neck, and you go, all right they haven't used the vaseline or whatever they're supposed to use around right. the head so and i would really hope that
0: your stylist knowing that your wedding is coming <laughs> up would really amp up the vaseline job
1: yeah yes. <laughs> listen to that hairstylist out there and look take it into your own hands if you're worried all right chapstick too okay that's a great, see good point this is why you're an expert i love it <laughs> just hit your head with your scalp with some chapstick yep. Try to just do on real quick <laughs> all right number 7 this is my favorite
0: if you can't decide on one hairstyle, wear two. Stop it. How do we do that? Just like a ceremony dress and a reception dress. Yeah. You do the same thing with hair. Now, does that mean you so, have to have your hairdresser with you, or can you absolutely. do this ourselves? Oh. Absolutely. So, this is my favorite, probably because this is what I love to do, right? I love to do one hairstyle, go to the wedding, have a drink. Have the bride after the ceremony, do a brand new hairstyle for the reception and have her go out. And then I get to stay for the whole time. Right.
1: Yeah. I, I love this. This is going, this yeah. is how I can have a good time. This is how I can have a good time. <laughs> but I actually
0: love it. So um, the girls in my family all had this because obviously I was there. Of course. Yeah. You can uh, start with your hair down beautiful down for the ceremony but then if you want to get crazy and get wild and dancing on the dance floor and you don't want your back sweating with your hair getting all messed up have your hairdresser before you make your grand entrance throw your hair up in a super cute updo and then you have a brand new look you don't even have to change your dress
1: and if your hair's already set if you're having a like a soft curl or something it makes it all easier to do the updo doesn't it yeah updo for me could take 10 minutes wow no joke I love this. And so your hairdresser gets to have a lovely glass of champs. Yeah. Gets to see the
0: ceremony because for me, I loved it. Maybe some people didn't love it. Some other hairdressers maybe aren't interested. Obviously, I have a little wedding obsession going on. (laughs) So so I absolutely loved when my brides asked me to stay and help them continue to keep their style looking beautiful throughout their day. So you can make subtle changes too and maybe – uh, if you either can't afford or you don't want to have your hairdresser there, you can have a bridesmaid that's really good at hair help you with that part.
1: Yeah, and uh, even if it's down, you can yeah. do a little twist and add a clip or something. Yeah. That could be quite nice. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now, number eight is one of those things, actually, I, and I think this is going to change from head to head, but yep. this fascinates me, this topic of how clean or dirty should we arrive at the hairdressing salon without yeah. heads? That's again like the uh, color, like the coloring issue. This is really going to be about
0: your head, your hair, your style, uh, how greasy your hair actually gets.
1: For me, I went five days. Shush. Yeah, you have now. now, yeah, please, please Google stalk Jen because she's got an amazing <laughs> head of gorgeous blonde hair. But blondes can do that way more than brunettes because we look like blonde greasy old curly. hobos. Blonde and curly. Yeah. So my hair's dry
0: and uh, just I don't get oily but um, those first two days for a curly hair girl all my curly hair girls will know what I mean those first two days are scary sometimes So for me, my hair looks the best on day three or day four when it's calmed down, it has a little bit of oil run through it. I've hit it with the curling iron a few times and um, it will actually do what I want. Right. Gals with fine hair, you want to wash it the night before, you just don't want to wash it that morning.
1: Yeah, because it doesn't, I I know I've got very fine hair and I know that my hair doesn't hold a curl when it's freshly washed it basically drops the second you put the straightener through it or the curl yeah through absolutely it.
0: and another thing that you can do to uh amp up the dirty because the biggest thing that i hear is oh i don't want dirty hair on my wedding day Ugh. it's like you know you don't you don't want your hair to smell you're going to be you know hugging a bunch of people or whatever if your hair smells you need to wash it yeah but I mean, you went
1: too long that's dirty there's dirty hair and then there's yeah. like you need to be hosed down by some sort of yes. biochemist. <laughs> None of that. That's not allowed. <laughs> we, have, so, we have we have different ideas of dirty. It yes, you you want it to be not stinky, but has not, some life. But has
0: some some oil, something that's gonna give it um the ability to hold the curl like you talked about and hold a bobby pin.
1: Mm. What about dry shampoo and the powders that you can put on your scalp and i've Absolutely. what they're called but so they're that was cool.
0: that is my point the dry shampoo so you can uh spray in this
1: dry shampoo which is actually similar to baby powder in a spray it's the best invention known to man and yes. if we can cure cancer that'd be great but ahead of that dry shampoo is the my greatest favorite thing in the world Especially the blackhead shampoo because you can get okay, the color. so so wanted wanted to make sure that you—that's the one you get. Yeah. So? Yeah. the colored shampoo, because I used of when it first came out, I would use the normal dry shampoo and then really have to shake it into my hair yep. because it would look like I had gray roots, and that just doesn't work.:
0: No. yeah, I'm really glad that they came up with the technology for the the powder.: Yeah, so that's wonderful. But almost every one of my wedding hairstyles would start with a foundation of dry dry shampoo.
1: Wow, that's great.
0: Some of them, you know, are scented, some aren't. And it really just, it kind of like takes away the oil, but at the same time gives you like a lot of volume. Ooh, I love volume it's the perfect foundation for a wedding hair. So it
1: saves my ass so many times again with dull. As soon as like t- day two or day three for me, i rarely really take it to day three. Cause my hair just looks like I've been living outside, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, a little bit of dry shampoo um, just really gives it a bit of like, Oh, Ooh, we're back in business.
0: Yes, it does. It's amazing.
1: Now, number nine: to veil or not to veil. Now, this is a very uh, common Personal. question. Personal, yeah. common. Everyone's different. But what what are your thoughts?
0: I mean, from the birdcage veil to the cathedral veil. I mean, you have to look at your style, your personality, your overall um, fashion for your wedding day. It's a really hard question. There's a lot of options. So if you don't want to go with a veil, do a hairpiece. And when I say hairpiece, it sounds funny because I'm thinking of like granny pinning some (laughs) like wig hair onto her, but really that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about like a beautiful hair adornment that, you know, like a clip or comb. Etsy is packed full of the most amazing hair clips and beautiful, like, little things for your hair for your wedding. You brides are so lucky now that you have places like Etsy because these amazing artists are making such awesome, unique items that you can even have personalized. So if you have something, you know, if you have a specific color or specific theme in mind, you can always contact these people and say, hey, can you just tweak this design just a little bit just for me? And chances are they will. So tip number nine is if you don't wear a veil, wear something
1: special in your hair. I didn't think I talked about my wedding hair. I mean, who cares? But in my wedding hair, I didn't have a veil because I had quite a sleek 50s style dress that I thought just didn't need extra fuss around it. Sure. So I, but I still wanted something a little bit snazzy in my hair. And I found a wonderful um, artist who made these gorgeous hair, like a pin, this collection. It's Her name is Carly Gartner, if anyone's interested. But she made a hair slide out of, it was hand beaded. And here's the weirdest thing. The beads were beautiful flowers. They were, you can go to my Pinterest page and see it. But, okay. But the flowers, and this is a bit kooky and weird, they came from graves. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs>
1: well, not actual
0: graves.
1: Like she went and picked up old flowers. No, for- well, they were uh, like old. I, I I, ha- I almost have to contact her now to actually get her to explain this. That sounds really grim. Like she's going to loot. She wasn't going to loot graves, but they are. It comes from a tradition. <laughs> <laughs> it comes from the tradition of the flowers. They came. They used to be placed on graves in the olden days. They would make flowers out of beautiful. Beaded uh, details, so they wouldn't die. And so oh, the flowers wow. that were put on my thing, somehow Carly had found them. Um, I cannot even remember which which where they came from. But she repurposes things. Her whole her whole business is making bespoke jewellery out of old jewellery and old wow. things. So it sounds weird when you go. They came from <laughs> graves because it sounds right. grim. Right. <laughs> But uh, I promise it wasn't as grim as that. I just made it out to be. Anyway, I'll put a link up so people can see it so it doesn't look as creepy like I'm wearing corpse head or something. (laughs) This awesome. stuff is so beautiful. I, I, I hope I've done not just given her a disservice. I was so delighted with this clip in my hair on the day. But it had a kooky story to it, of course. I like kooky stories. Thank you. Hey, let's kooky story it up for number ten because I okay. this is yeah, we were This is the biggest. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay girls, listen up.
0: <laughs> Do not wear a style on your wedding day that you don't normally wear. Hallelujah. Okay. If you are that girl, that woman who never wears her hair up, do not wear your hair up. Mm. I don't know why this is like a thing. Okay. People feel like they need to have their hair up or extra polished for their wedding and you don't have to. You should wear a hairstyle that naturally reflects your style. So I wear my hair about a thousand different ways and probably because I w- was a hairdresser. Sure. But I wanted to go with something that fit my current haircut, that fit the current trend and something that, you know, really reflected me. So the biggest thing is to not go outside of your box with your hair for your wedding. So you can, if you're that wild and cookie bride, <laughs> Again, if you always wear your hair up every single day of your life, you're that, that woman with the top knot, wear a super gorgeous styled top knot with, a, with some type of beautiful hairpin. right? Mm-hmm. Again, if you never wear your hair down, do not wear it up. Yeah. It's simple. You won't look like yourself. And that's the biggest thing is
1: if you go with a, a hairstyle that is unlike you, you won't look like you. Exactly, and your partner doesn't want to see some sort of weird mask, hair, freaky person appearing at the other end of the aisle. It's, Agreed. It's not the it's not what you should be doing. Agreed. I think Pinterest. We, you know, I have I have a love hate with Pinterest in the sense that people see these images and go, "That's what I could be," and you go, "Listen, take inspiration, but you don't need to copy something that's not you." <laughs> right. This has been so tops. That it was like I could talk to you for another hundred and fifty <laughs> hours, and it's lucky and I, you're coming back. I think I could too. Oh, what a team! Okay. Now, Jen, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that?
0: Well, okay, my favorite right now is Instagram. It's at some underscore turquoise.
1: Great. We will uh, connect there. All right. Well, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Also subscribe to something turquoise.com. You do an email. You can add your email address there and keep up to date with what Jen's doing. Oh, my gosh. You're a maze. You're a amazed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall let people go and continue planning their wedding. Get yes. their hair plans happening.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for listening to all of my crazy hair tips. I love it And um, every month I share a, a post giving specific tips about specific styles like top knots or braids or beach hair. So if you, if there's a specific style that you want my tips on, feel free to send that over and maybe uh, I'll make my next article about that style.
1: Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Until next time, happy wedding planning and happy days. The Bridechillo Podcast. The only place a
0: cookie cutter should be used is in the kitchen. Am I
1: right? chillers, if you are getting hitched in the coming months, then may I recommend the Bride Chiller Oh Shit Kit. This is our very own Day of Wedding Emergency Kit that is jam-packed full of helpful items that I hope you don't need, but if you do need, you'll have them. It comes in a fantastic little cosmetic bag that is not too wedding-y. You can use it in the future and it contains helpful items like double-sided tape, blister band-aids, band-aids, earring backs, bobby pins, or slides, as we call them in the United Kingdom, a sewing kit, scissors, a comb for a bit of back teasing, and some helpful bride chiller mantras to get you through any heavy breathing moments. That sounded dodgy, unnecessarily. Pack the bride Chiller Oh Shit Kit and know that you have all of the items to get you out of a jam if you need it. Visit BrideChillerStore.com or head to Amazon and search for BrideChiller. Chiller. Bride chiller. Making helpful wedding things just for you.